Bruno Fernandez is, is he's not a number 10. I don't know what his brother is. He's not a number 10. This guy is a bad striker. You know, Pez, SS, that's who he is. He's a round waiter. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Biomedics Talk Ball podcast. I'm your host as usual, Karis, and I'm joined by my other guys, Kevin and Denzel. And today we have our first special guest of the BTB podcast. So if Squeeze would like to introduce himself, then he can go ahead. Yo, what are you saying, guys? Obviously, first guest, so I'm honoured. I'm honoured. Um, yeah, man, obviously, uh, my out on tour is nine Squeeze. Um I study biological and forensic sciences, so, you know, there's a good mixture. Um, but, yeah, man, happy to be here. Love for carriers for inviting me on. Yeah, man, let's talk. Let's go. Okay, so, obviously, I was now <coughs> working in my night shift, so I didn't see the Liverpool versus Inter game. So, Kevin, too, was on night shift as well, so we both haven't really seen it, but he's watched highlights, so he's going to give his own insight later. <laughs> Well, I want you first to talk about the Liverpool intergame, like how it went, you know, the standout players. I saw a lot of praise for guys like Konate and Van Dijk. So I just want you to give your opinion on how everything went. Yeah, so obviously the game was actually very tough. Probably our, if I remember correctly, our, our probably our most toughest fixture in the, in the Champions League this season. Um, I would say in the first half, Inter definitely gave us some issues. I think <clears throat> they played out they they played out of our press quite easily. Um, they pinned Trent back, um, and yeah, man, like they pressed quite aggressively too. So I think first half was a bit of a I would say sixty forty Inter, maybe semi thirty. Um, they did play much better. We didn't really control the ball. Um, guys like Thiago and Elliot, they kind of struggled ish. Um, and obviously even our front three didn't really get a sight on goal too tough. I think Mania had a few chances from a set piece. Um, but yeah, first half was a bit of a of a mess. But second half, <clears throat> first 15, they peppered us, I would say that. I think first, first 15, they were... and But the thing is, they didn't get any shots on target, so it was kind of weird. But yeah. they dominated the game. They attacked Trent's side proper in the second half and at the first 20 minutes. But then obviously after Klopp brought on uh, Firmino, Diaz, Keita and yours, and Henderson, that's when the game kind of changed. I think we got control of the ball. We started to play properly. <clears throat> we got a few shots off. And then that's when we got the goal by Firmino. And I think from there, we just controlled the game. Um, they didn't even get any shots on target for the whole game. But I think specifically in that last 30, 25 minutes, we donated, um, kept the ball, Thiago, KR, we're just controlling the ball. Um, and yeah, man, I, I would say it was, a, it was a professional performance. It definitely wasn't our best. And um, yeah, yeah, I think big shout out to, I'll go Henderson, because Henderson's been getting like a lot of stick from, from like, yeah, from our fans. Yeah, was it? He got benched for Harvey Elliott, isn't it? Yeah, 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 he did. But when he came on, he was proper. He played well. He played as a six, so... That was a bit of a shock, but he played proper well. So I'm um, giving him a shout out. Um, Kanai was he was beautiful. Like I think he dealt with Jekyll and Martinez properly. He covered for Trent a lot of the time, um, and Van Dijk was just outstanding as well. Like he he seemed as if he was back in 1819. So that was good. And then obviously, yeah, man, that's yeah. Um. So. I'm going to ask Kevin this. So I saw a tweet on my timeline. It was saying that Harvey Elliott is the youngest um, Liverpool player to start for Liverpool in a Champions League game, excluding qualifiers. So I want to ask Kevin what he's thought of his progress this season and, you know, how far he can go in the future as well. To be fair, speaking from a United fan point of view, we, uh, we don't really see progression from our side. So any player who you got from... Sunday league, he'll be like that for the majority of his career, especially for United. But like I think Harvey Elliott, he plays above his years. I was worried when he got that injury though, because I know that those type of injuries can ruin a career. But for the little highlights I did see, he's still more or less got his head in the right place, still more or less maintain his physicality. I don't think he can gather 
comparisons to the likes of like Foden and them lot just yet. But I do believe that he's in the right system where he will get everything he needs to get to that place. So he's going to get those European nights and he's going to get those, the good tactical teachings from Klopp and he has good role models around him. Like Liverpool is not a social media club, which is what United is. So I do believe that he does have a lot, a lot of potential. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, so I wanted to go to Denzel now since he hasn't really had a chance to talk yet. So in general, from what you've seen in the Champions League, who do you think might have a chance of winning? For example, we've seen City dispatch Sporting Lisbon 5-0. We've seen plenty of other results like Mbappe scoring in the last minute against Real Madrid. Fantastic player. So I want to ask you who you think will win. And do not say Chelsea. If you, yeah, if you say Chelsea winning. right now, end this pod. End this yeah. pod. I'm not, but, but in all honesty, we still have a chance. I'm not going to lie. How? How shame. Look at your striker. How Let me tell shame. you why. Let me tell Where you. Where are your goal-scoring wing backs, bro? We we run the Champions League without a striker. What do you mean? Because you won. Oh, like, no, I'm not even. I'm not even coming on a gasting ball, but like, look at it this way. Yeah, we're not gonna win. Like, we've basically we're not not say that we're not focused on the Premier League anymore, but we know we're not gonna win it anymore. Like, the gulf is too big. We've got like what sixty-seven points, and City's got like eighty-nine something like that. <clears throat> at this point, yeah, we'll be in a top four battle. Cool. But at least we can focus on the Champions League, innit? Like, we can make something out of that. I'd say at the very minimum, we will get to quarterfinals. You can't discount Chelsea at all. The last time people discounted us, we ended up winning it. So I think we're definitely still in that conversation. But if it's not us, then I'd say it's probably between... I think the final... If it's not us, I think the final might be Liverpool-PSG. Well, not Bayern. Oh, um, Man City. Mine has to be up. Man City, they choke every year, man. I just feel like. This cut in the father of the Champions League. I, I feel know like they're getting closer, though. Who's City? Yeah, they like are, they but like. I agree, there's, yeah. there's still something just not there for them. I don't know what it is, mm. but it's like. I mean, they made it all the way to the final last season and then Pep. Yeah, like Torre and his prayers. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. Yeah, like they made it all the way to the final last year and then Pep done all that last minute over tactical nonsense and just like decided to what he played without a DM, did all these formation changes, all that stuff. Like it's little stuff like that that's going to trip them up. But I still think they're just lacking. I don't know. I don't even know what it is about City that makes them lack in the Champions League, to be honest. Like they dispatch all the smaller teams all the time. They do well in the group stages, they do well in like the knockout stages. And then later on, they just mess it up. I feel like that might happen again. I don't think they're going to win the Champions League this year. I think they'll, they'll, they'll get they'll get as far as like the semi-finals or something, but I don't think they'll win. Madrid's still in it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Kevin, you want to say something? Man City are local champions. They can't do nothing outside of England. And then when they are in Europe, yeah, they always get... I don't know what UEFA kind of just like give them easy matchups. I don't really see Man City really being pushed as much as... Yeah. Like when Arsenal was in Champions League, oh my God... We suffered. Yeah, but, but you, might actually, you might actually discounting the far of the Champions League. What, who, what Madrid? Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Have some shame, please. And United is not even... I swear you managing like your role power certain. Get out of here, bro. I like, bro. I like. No, but on, on a real though, yeah. On a genuine flex, yeah. The year Chelsea won the Champions League, yeah. This may be very outlandish, but you might were peppered every single round. But by the grace of God, you won it. Do you know what's funny? The lot, the two times, the two times we've won the Champions League, Messi has missed a penalty and hit the crossbar. If you say that, because he's I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, he missed a penalty and hit the crossbar, and that was his fourth. Yeah, I'm just saying. Don't start the man goat, man. Not today, please. Yeah, today. like, no, but let's let's speak about some rule ballers. So, like Ronaldo, yeah, reality, the Champions League is his scene, and he's carried us this far. Ronaldo is 49, bro. He's not that guy. Man. No, 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 no. But what I mean is, like, he is a threat regardless. And well, Atletico Madrid, I think we're going to be Atletico Madrid, personally. Bro, you could bet he was barely threatening Bernie. Yeah, Bernie's going to come to the team. In terms of, um, yeah, I'm going to move on to that because I had that in our program notes. So, United and Atletico. Um, it's funny, I remember this. Squeeze put out a tweet saying that Ronaldo is not 
top 10 players in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Honest, I lowkey agree with him now, but what? I want to go to Squeeze. We'll come to that later. Don't worry. I want to go to him first, yeah? So just be patient, Kevin. Um, I wanted to talk about what you think United's chances are against Atletico Madrid and uh, what Ronaldo this season, personally. Let me start with Ronaldo. I'll start with Ronaldo. So when he came United... I think it was like a day or two after when I tweeted that tweet, saying Ronaldo is not t- top 10 in the league. And I remember that when I tweeted it, I think I was out. So I just tweeted you it. And rushed. Then, and then I just tweeted it and then I just put my phone down or I put my phone in the pocket. So when I got home, I'm seeing like, I think it got like, a, I think it got like 500 quotes, no, like 300, 400 quotes. So I was like, bro, like, Mad like people don't agree. So then, yeah. So my my like my reason behind it because when I judge footballers, I judge footballers on basically how well like you can play football. So for a striker, can you run channels? Can you link up? Can you um, obviously score goals? Um, your work rate, your pressing, etc., etc. So. That's how I judge footballers like on the ground of winning. So when I looked at when I saw that Ronaldo was coming to United, and I saw the structure in which United play with how they play, you could basically see it's probably not going to work because it's not like a city where they can you know press for him, do everything for him, put basically put food in the plate for him. So yeah, the reason why I don't think he's a top ten footballer, probably not even top twenty. Probably not even top thirty, is because he only he's only good at one mm. thing at the game of football, and yes, though the um, scoring goals that's probably the most important thing for a striker. But these days, a lot of strikers don't score that many goals, and they provide they provide much more to the team. Do you get what I mean? So, for example, if you want to go back to Prem, Firmino, got Benzema. Like you've even got players like Broha, um, you could like even put players, Giroud, you could even put Giroud in that like, bracket. Pardon? You could even hey, um, no 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 Giroud strikers like Giroud that don't always score, but they offer like assist and link up there. Yeah, okay, I see your point. Someone buddy. like that. So, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so basically like Ronaldo can't do those things apart from score goals. He 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 um he's probably one of the issues at, at United. Um, yeah. His um his like persona, the way he he carries himself when they lose, um, he's just I think he's he like that like, to me he's more of a negative um player than a positive player for United right now, um, but yeah that's his magic on on Ronaldo, and yeah with on the football pitch he can't do much apart from you know getting places to. To um to score goals and even recently he even like I don't I don't think he scored that many goals I think this season he's I think he's got like three non penny goals so that's quite poor by his standards um but yeah that's why I think he's not one of the top ten players in the league on United's chances with Atletico I think uh, the thing is like with United right now they have a better system you know a better structure than Oli but I just don't feel like it's good enough like I feel like the way they press it like. The way they play is just it's poor, man. Like to me, I just find it poor. And um, I feel like Atletico are weak as well. Like they haven't been in great form this season, but I think it'll take some proper individual builds from United, from maybe Pogba, Bruno, or Ronaldo to get them free. Because yeah, I just don't feel as if they've got a chance. So yeah. Um, it's interesting because I saw some something before we started this pod, and in their last six games at Atletico, they've got four losses. So I really do feel like as much as I don't like United at all, and everybody knows that I have massive agendas, I do think United do have a chance against them purely because they've got some players who, if they play to the best of their abilities, guys like Sancho, guys like Ronaldo, Bruno, Pogba, if they play at their very best, they got enough match winners to bring out Atletico Madrid. But we're going to go to Kevin now since he was a bit shocked by some of the Ronaldo claims. So I'll let him kind of reply to that and then also to thus dissect their chance against Atletico as well before we move on. To be fair, um, when Squeeze applied context, I do understand what he's saying. Like, 
Ronaldo was a very romantic transfer. It wasn't a smart one. And realistically, we were more hungry for him not to go to Man City than us actually needed him. You get what I mean? But for, for us to be speaking and the name Ronaldo is being said alongside Broha, Giroud, and these men. See, yeah, that's what I don't like here. Yeah. And it hurts my spirit. Yeah, <laughs> that his name is basically one of the, like, he's one of the greats. I'm not even going to try and talk about his name because his history is insane. His yeah. consistency, his fake seven, whatever, he's insane. Like, what he's done has never been seen for as long as, like, we've been alive now. But if you want to put him on a football pitch, just football pitch, he's he's not it, personally, personally. But, yeah, go on. Hold that, Kevin. I, I, I would just like to add, <laughs> I would just like to add that we actually need to be more, we need to be more, like, caring for Ronaldo because I think one thing I also want to add is that there are some players that no matter how bad they play, they're protected by the media. And the reason why I say that is because Messi can play shit, yeah. People will still say, yeah. Here we go. Messi, Did you see him against Madrid? Did you see him against Madrid? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. One thing I do want to say about it is we need to understand that, yes, I agree with him in that Ronaldo is very one-dimensional now. It's like just scoring goals. However, if you can do it to the level he does it, it's okay. Because the reason why I say that, right, was if we were to add like basketball terms into it, even though we're a football pod, Certain basketball like Stephen Curry is very one-dimensional. That's all he's good at, but he does it at such an elite level that he's still a goal in what he does, which is Ronaldo. But Ronaldo's not doing it. And, but Ronaldo's not doing it. Let level me level. finish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hundred career goals. Eight hundred career goals speaks for itself. But if you're playing in front of Scott McTominay and Fred and Bruno Fernandez, you can't. You can't initiate a sequence of play. What do you expect without? He's thirty-seven years old. <laughs> what do you expect him to do? It's more of a system problem than Ronaldo. I would want him to have a bit of self-awareness and just go to a, like a league that isn't as intense as Premier League. Portuguese league. I, I feel like he's... <laughs> he, like he thinks he's not... Like I, I feel like he thinks that he's still got it at the highest level. And at times, Champions League, he shows it. But fair games in Premier League, right now, he's getting cooked. He's getting I want to ask, ask everyone a question, yeah? If Ronaldo played for Liverpool or City, how, how do you think the narrative would be? We wouldn't play him. I don't think... I, I, okay, if we... Look, if we signed him, yeah, I think he... First of all, I don't think we would ever sign him. Okay, let's say, yeah, that he never played for United and he never had the history of United. And let's say that it's so cool. I personally feel as if the Ronaldo right now, we would ever look at him. If we did, if we didn't say... I, I, let's say that he came... Bro, I would personally think we wouldn't even be what near City right now. We wouldn't be as where we are right now, personally. Personally, because one, with Naro, he needs to play. Yeah. Like you can't sub him or bench him. So even if he like so even if like he's playing shit, he's playing every game or most games. That's not gonna fit well, because bro, like our nine, Joe or, or Firmino, they need to they they run the whole game. And I was gonna be walking in that. And obviously. People bang on about pressing, but pressing is like probably top three most important things for a top four, top six team. So that's probably why I think it wouldn't go well. He'll probably score a few more goals because obviously we can give him a bit more goals. But yeah, that's just what I think, innit? No, when I deep it, yeah, I do feel like the more and more I see it, I feel like City pump faked United <laughs> to get <another. laughs> That's what I feel it like. Is. Let's be really honest. Because it I don't is. see how he would exactly work in that kind of system in it. So, um, do you know what it is? for United as well? Because if I was a United fan, I would have wanted, you know, like a Haaland to come to United, for example. But it's like you've almost inadvertently blocked yourself from getting that better strike. Nah, shut you up. Know what? You had for most of the season. I and think, then yeah. You have Lukaku. I think even but if Ronaldo... Not for bastards. I don't know what you're strikers. I think even if Ronaldo went to City, yeah. Uh, I think he'd do a lot better than he's doing at United, but I don't think he'd be a regular starter. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Because the way City plays, like they make hella chances. But then even still, I don't see him being their main man. And that's United's problem. You've built your team around a 37-year-old, even though it is Ronaldo. It just doesn't make sense. Like you've built your team around the player that he's got max two seasons left in him. And he's got max. Man, yeah, yeah, that's why I said max. That's why I said max <laughs> I two said seasons. One. 
And yeah, if it's all he's doing two seasons, if it's all he's doing two seasons, one of them is definitely going to be in the MLS or Portuguese league or something, bro. Nah, he's not the MLS. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, this guy. Yeah, Ronaldo, four chances in the game he'll score two. Each game. Nah, right now, no. He ain't even doing that right now. Bro. Right he now, went six games without right a goal. Now, nah. Huh? So there you go. He went six games without a goal. Fam, give him a chance a game, bro. So you're saying Ronaldo in this form right now is scoring at least two chances out of four per game? Because Ronaldo's not in the best of form yet, but I feel like the best point you've made was the system around him. And like, if you look at the personnel around him, other than Jaden Sancho, which is slowly blossoming, which needs to be spoken about, Bruno Fernandes, is, is, he's not a number 10. I don't know what this brother is. He's not a number 10. This guy is a shadow striker. You know in Pez, SS, that's who he is. He's a round doing top. <laughs> yeah, that guy has a big issue as well. He's a you know big I mean? issue as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, Squeeze, imagine you're a striker, yeah? Every time you're making a run in behind, I'm... I'm blasting it for how many yards out. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> He's a well, issue, yeah, I like. Before we move on to Chelsea and Arsenal later, um, yeah, Kevin, talk to us a little bit. What do you think of Jadon Sancho's recent form? Because I think he's been one of your shining lights recently and deserves a lot of credit. You've been roasting me all year, but I do believe he's slowly blossoming into the, the player he's becoming now. I do think that he will run right. Because I remember in the Bundesliga, he would start off seasons very, very shaky. Next thing you know, scoring, assisting, scoring, assisting. And you would end up with like a double-double at the end of each Bundesliga season. So I do think that he will be very, very good to fill the hole left behind by Mason Greenwood. You think he's getting 10 goals, 10 assists this season? What do you think of... of Quickly. Sorry? What do you think of um, Rashford? Hey, that boy. Rashford because I'm hearing very... that a few United fans are saying they're thinking this might be like the end of the road for him in terms of like his development and apparently Sancho might take over that left wing spot because he does yeah. play better. I'm hearing Newcastle wants Rashford still. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> I think <laughs> what I believe is that as limited as United is in terms of how much it will add to your ceiling, Rashford in himself is a limited player. He has not got so. Yeah, because like even the guy you guys got, Luis Diaz, right? Yeah, yeah, Diaz, yeah. He's got a brain on him. So yeah, he's kind of like a, I won't say like a Sancho, but in the sense that he's flexible in his approach to the game of football. Yeah. Rashford is cutting shoot, but unlike Robben, he's not scoring. Robben was very one-dimensional for most of his career, but he scored off Coquelin. That's crazy oh, because that's, that's, Clyde, that's crazy because I've always seen Rashford as that, that like, how can I say it? Like a, like your next Rooney. Let me, okay, not like Rooney as in how good he was, but like, but like your next franchise yeah. player. Yeah, like your next, I I'm saying. And at the time, I highly, highly rated him. So when I saw that, when he came out from his injury, I, I thought, all right, cool, he's probably still recovering and whatnot. But that's crazy to think that he, to, to, to hear you say that, that you feel like he's um very... Limited, and um, obviously I do agree with it. But yeah, so what do you feel like he's not gonna go any higher than what he is now, Kevin, or maybe just Kevin compared Rashford to Mbappe at one point, by the Low down, add no shame. All the <laughs> pictures of that PSG game add were context. behind his head. Add context. All our football fans, they were all head gone in certain moments. Yeah, we had yeah. Just Paris Saint Germain out of the Champions League. And God, Mbappe, God forgive you, Kevin. God forgive Mbappe, you. Mbappe got pocketed by who was it? The low. Why wouldn't I be gassed? Why wouldn't I be gassed? But like what I'm saying is, Rashford is an athlete. He's not a footballer. Like that's crazy. It was, it was probably the fastest in his year. Probably one of the strongest in his year. Probably had a good shot on him and then might go scout in the Sunday League. He's not a footballer. And that's, I say the same for Wan-Bissaka as well. I don't think Wan-Bissaka will get any better than he is now. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. But if Rashford was at Man City, he would probably carve out a career along the side of, like, Oli. A very good player to come, out the, come off the bench. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I think to move on now, we've talked enough about United now, so we'll move on to Chelsea. So, as we have seen, they went to wherever it was for the Club World Cup. They played. It was Dubai. Don't say. Don't act like you don't know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they played Al Hilal and Palmeiras of Brazil. 
they won both. Lukaku scored. What a guy, what a player. I know Denzel agrees so much now. Um oh, the soccer team, son. To, to, yeah, all of these dead teams, but they won the Club World Cup. So I want Denzel to elaborate what he thinks and just to be sensible for once. So, yeah, obviously we won the Club World Cup. So now we're world champions and European champions. What can I say? Um, I'm not going to lie, the match was... Uh, yeah. It's typical Chelsea stuff, isn't it? Like, we, didn't, we didn't exactly play great. Like, we have to drag it out until flipping it's extra time with them. Um, at the end of the day, I'm glad we won in it, but it just goes to show <clears throat> the same team, the same problems we've had all season are still there. Like, we lack attacking options. We don't have people making chances. We don't have a reliable striker. Like, fair enough, Lukaku scored, but he's still not consistent enough for me, and I still haven't forgiven him for all the nonsense that he's created. So, yeah, I just feel like it is what it is. I'll, I'll see what when he, when he starts being consistent in the league, I'll think about forgiving him. But until then, he can bag a hat trick against City. I'm still not forgiving him in it. So, yeah. But besides that, yeah, I'm glad we've added that's three trophies for Tuchel now. So, Super Cup, Champions League, Club World Cup. You know, some people are even taking a piss saying that he's equaled Klopp's record in one year, which is funny. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it that far in it because we haven't won the Premier League. Until we win the Premier League, then I'll be like, yeah, I'll take the piss. I'll be like, yeah, like he's done what Klopp did in one year. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that squeezing. Yeah, the So I was gonna think, um, where would you say, Kevin? Yeah, I thank Rangnick for his success. He taught him well. Rangnick did teach him well. Rangnick, the can't, even, the Rangnick can't even Rangnick can't even do what Tuchel's doing if he tried, bro. Oh. Rangnick, let's dance. Okay, but um, what is it? What did you think of? Havertz's performance and in general, I know they've been chatting bare rubbish about him, but Havertz is our best it? player right now, bro. And I love that kid so much. Like when he plays, we're a different team, bro. I'm what telling a terrible you, team, man. We he needs to start every game over Lukaku. I don't even care. I do not want to see Mark Henry on the pitch, bro. Because <laughs> when Lukaku's he slows everything down, like fair enough. Some of our um, creators miss a lot of his runs, yeah. But when he gets the ball, this guy's fighting with himself to score. Like, you can give... I don't know if you saw the game where we played... Um, was it City? Beautiful, beautiful through ball. All this guy had to do was chip the keeper all around him. This guy tries to just go for power. And it's obviously not what... Like, all he knows is power. Like, it's not everyday power, bro. Whereas Havertz, Havertz offers a lot more. He links up play. He drags players out of position. He moves through the channels. If he doesn't score, he's going to assist. Like, he's what we need. Like, he's amazing at false nine. He does a lot more for us as a team. He contributes way more. And obviously, Ice in his veins is the one that scored the penalty in it. So <clears throat> I'd rather see him start over Lukaku any day. And Karras, Karras, I don't want you to ever open your mouth again and say he's better than, <laughs> better than ESR. ESR is better, bro. Don't do that. Have some shame. Even Squeeze, Squeeze, he's better. How about ESR? Like, yes, was not better than Havertz, man. Stop smoking crack. For me, this season, it's Smith Rowe. Yeah, this season, yeah. Context, this season. I said this season. Oh, don't, say like, don't say that when you just Havertz, said what you said about Ronaldo. Hey, no, one, no one's talking about Ronaldo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just said what you said about Ronaldo. Havertz's ceiling is way higher than ESR. I'm sorry, bro. Happy bro. I don't even know what his ceiling is. Havertz. Trust me. I don't know what his ceiling is right now. The man, the remember man, remember when I said this? Remember that I said this in it. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Mate is loading. It's not there's nothing to show you, in it. He was injured. It's only now he's getting a consistent run of games and people are starting to see what he's really about. Havertz is Manzukic in number 10 position. Man <laughs> said Manzukic. No burners, no athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. But yeah, I'm gonna ask Squeeze about this. Um so Obviously, Chelsea and Liverpool are going to play each other very soon in their Carabao Cup final. So, what do you think are your chances of winning it? Then we'll come to Denzel after to talk about what he thinks. So, yeah, take it away. Yeah, I like Chelsea. The thing about Chelsea is that they're not a very good league team, in my opinion, right now. But cup games, knockout games, they're dangerous, very dangerous. And I think Tico maximizes that. So. I'm expecting a tough game. I can't see any team like 
winning by a large margin. Um, and also, with Liverpool, we always struggle against five of the back teams. So, I do think it's going to be a tough game. And I think if Thiago plays, we win, um, hoping that he's not injured by then. Um, I think the way Chelsea play, especially in knockout games, is that like they're not very good at creating and scoring goals, but they seem to have guys who rise up. Obviously, Havertz. Um, they've got people like um, Cesar Azpilicueta, who always stands up in big games like that. You've got some like Kante and Van, but Mendy as well. So. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. I'll go Liverpool, obviously. I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm not going to predict us to lose. But I'll go Liverpool, hopefully, like a, a solid, hard fought, but 2 0 win. I think, yeah, I agree with what um, he said in terms of like we're better in cut games at the moment, but in the league, we're not consistent. But I feel like, as well, our defence is our main thing. Like, we've probably got the, arguably the best defensive record in Europe right now. I mean, we've We've lost less games than Man City in the league alone. It's just that we don't score goals. That's our only problem. We lack firepower up front. So I think in terms of how the game will go, I think we'll be very closely, we'll be very closely contested. Um, I can see possession being sat in that down the middle, like 50-50 or something like that. And um, I don't think it'll be 2-0. I think if whoever wins will end up being 1-0 and they'll just scrap out from there or something. Or if anything, it will be like a draw in normal time and then have to go into like extra time or something but yeah you forgot about the firepower in defence because most of your goals are coming from your fullbacks so <laughs> without them oh and... well even to be honest will, not even not will even that you know will be back yet is he will they be back by the final James and Chua nah uh, I don't think so I think James Reese James's injury was he'll he'll be back this season but Chua was not playing for the rest of the season He'll be back next season. I think he tore his ACR, I think. That's 2-0 Liverpool. Salah finished shot and I'll say maybe... Jota. Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't yeah. even think we're both going to play our main 11s like that, you know? Why? That's personally what I... I don't think we're going to play our best, like, 11s. It's Carabao Cup finals, my deep. I feel like it'll be a mix. You know what? It depends where we are in the, in the league. If we're, like... Neck and neck with C, we might prioritize the Premier League and I might play a few French players, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's time to move on to my team, Arsenal. About time, so yeah, in terms of how things are with us, we just won against Wolves recently. It was a very hard fought victory, despite that, that, yet yeah, that red card from Martin. I don't want to speak about that one and referees in general. We'll do that at another podcast, but. Yeah, in terms of my personal view, I've been really happy with Arsenal this season. Like, nobody expected anything out of us as season started. Even myself, personally, I thought that, you know, top six is our ceiling. But the way Spurs and United have faltered to a greater level than I actually thought they would, I do feel like we have a good chance of top four. And there's been a lot of consternation about comments that Thierry made, saying that, you know, if we don't get top four, it's a failure. Which, for me, personally... I do, even though strong words, I do agree with it because obviously he's a winner and he has high standards. And of course, when you add context to the season, how things have changed to get that top. So I want to ask Denzel firstly what you think of our top four chances and the recent one of games we've had and the ones to come as well. Um, in my opinion, I'm not going to lie, you guys have no excuse for not making top four because you're not in any other competition. You're not in like continental tournaments. You're not in anything extra at all. Literally, the only thing you have to focus on is the league. So you've got much greater chance of your best players being fit compared to everybody else who's playing in all these extra competitions. So if you don't make top four, he's 100% right. That's a massive failure because all the cards are aligned for you to make sure that you can at least secure top four. Now, at the very minimum, you should finish fourth. There's no excuse for you guys faltering by the way and finishing fifth. So I definitely agree with that. Then, um, Kevin, I know that we have a banter about United and Arsenal here and there, but I want to ask you what you think of our top four chances as well. And you've got Brentford coming next as well, which I'd expect to win anyway, but yeah. Um, with United result recently, I believe we have four games ahead of you, four games on you. I no, I think it's, it's three. 
Oh, three games, but I don't know if it's like how many points like ahead. But I feel like uh, we got thirty nine, you got forty three. History tells us that Arsenal have the potential to bottle it, but the way you guys have been this season, I would not necessarily say that I feel like you're going to bottle it this season. And realistically, I do believe out of all the teams, I believe Arsenal deserves top four more than anybody else. But the United fan in me will say that I don't think they even get top four because there's a lot of fine margins as well. Like you are one injury away from your whole season going to shit. I um, do agree with that. Honest, there is no depth in your team whatsoever. All it takes is for Saka to literally just twist his ankle and season gone. You know what I mean? Yep. God forbid, obviously, God forbid. But mm. I do believe that what Thierry said does speak volumes as a legend who has won with at the club. But what I will say as well, I actually want to ask a question. If you guys make top four, do you feel like Arteta has failed? That's a good question. And a lot of people might not agree with me, but I wouldn't say so. And the reason why is I feel like, okay, the first few seasons, obviously, things weren't great. There was that run in 2021 in round about November time where I acknowledge he could have got sacked. You know, we we're, were very terrible, losing games all over, really. Then, you know, second half of the season, we kind of recovered it back. This season, nobody gave us a chance of getting even close to a top four. We've been playing teams without fear, attacking teams. You can see the patterns, the style of play. You can kind of see things are starting to come together. Sack us. Saka has, you know, taken a leap since the Euro disappointments. Smith Rowe has added goals to his game. Martinelli has been patient. And when he's got his chance, he's taken it and started scoring more goals, being more direct. And our defence has been great. Like, we had 11 clean sheets in 19 games, if I remember correctly, which is the third best defence in the league right now. So, for me, under Arteta, I've seen there is some progress. But I do understand some people that might be like, if we don't get top four, we failed in the context of this season because of the way United have been is poor. We thought they'd be closer to, let's say, rather about third or second or whatever, and they've really faulted badly. Spurs are Spurs, so I never really count them in any way. But um, I wouldn't say he's failed personally because of the reasons that I said before, but I understand some people who have, like, I'm not putting that myself down, but some people that have high standards, I'd be like, okay, we failed in it. Is it football's a game of opinions? People have different opinions. So that's just how it will be. But I ask Squeeze what he thinks on that same question: whether Arteta has done well at Arsenal, and you know, if there's anything that needs to be improved or anything like that. So take it away again. Yeah. So I think I'm probably one of like the only one of like only like Ralph fans here, Ray Arteta. Like um, I remember you got played Everton last season. It was things like the Emirates. I think you lost one 0 Thing a penalty or something by oh no I think it was a jammy goal conceded by Leno Leno yeah or something like that but yeah I think Arteta done a beautiful job of Arsenal um I personally don't feel as if um top four if you get like personally do, do I say that if you get top four then that's outstanding if you maybe fall short by a few points in my opinion it's still a very good season like when you look at um like the way you got played, the process, um, look at the progression, like it's 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 clear to see. Um and top four should be like a it is an expectation because you're Arsenal and you're a big club, but at the same time, bearing in mind that a United or who is it that you're prepared? Is it United, West Ham and Tottenham? West Ham. Tottenham yeah. Suppose, yeah. Okay, I'll say United and maybe Tottenham as well. They could easily put on the brakes, Kane, Son, bang, Ronaldo might come alive, Sancho might come back alive, you know what I'm saying? So it's not a thing where that, that I will not say that he's failed or his top four is like, it's all or nothing. I personally feel if you get it, then obviously that's a good thing because it just shows the, the progression. But if you fall short by, like, I don't know, let's say three five points. points, three or five points, then no one can say, raw like Arteta's failed or whatever, but yeah, I just feel as if you're on a good path, good good players, good spine. And yeah, you're probably one of like the, the teams to look at. I think probably you and Chelsea, if Tuchel stays at Chelsea, probably like the next two teams, providing um City and Liverpool drop off. Um, I think you two are probably like the next two teams to try and properly compete for the title. Obviously, Arsenal might take a bit longer than Chelsea, but I think in the next five to ten years, I think that's what we're looking at. Yeah, so it's interesting. Like Again, with Arsenal, it's one of those topics where there's always divided opinion. There's people that still think we're bad defensively. There's some that think we're good. There's people that think we can attack, people that think that we can't. 
that's just how it's always been in Arsenal. And if if I'm really honest, like I've kind of learned not to take other people's opinions too much and just see for myself what I'm seeing on the pitch. And from what I'm seeing with Arteta and the guys, you know, they're doing their bit and they've done really well so far. So I'm just hopeful that we continue this progress. And if we continue the way we started the first half of the season, we'll be in top four, hundred percent. Yeah. My question for you, Karistar, is yeah. do you think Arteta is your long-term manager or do you still feel like after him you need someone else? Good question. Um, for me personally, off the bat, yes, I do think he's a long-term manager. From what I've seen off the basis of this season alone, I can see that with the players that he's got, there's clear ideas and there's a clear progression to be made. You can see from the way guys like Tomiassi play and tuck in and, you know, offer both fitness to switch the ball. You can see the way Ben White has come in, has improved our ball playing. You can see how he scouted Ramsdale from Sheffield United. Like, everybody was mocking it. Even I was upset. Why did you get this Ramsdale guy? And you've seen the way he's played. You can tell that this guy's got an eye for a good player. He knows what could work for us. And if anything, it's about backing his vision. That's what I feel like personally. And from the whispers that I'm seeing from guys at Romano, they're saying that we're going to go big on the midfielder and go on a striker. And for me, if we got someone like Vlahovic, which Kevin's been mocking me about for ages, if we got... If you got Vlahovic in January, I think it would have been top four sealed for me. Because for me, what we're missing especially is that clinical striker up top. Because Lacazette, this guy is asthmatic when he's up front. Oh, my days. Like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like he's a long-term manager, to be honest. But do you think this yeah. will translate in the Champions League next season, though? Like, how do you... How would this team be able to balance those European games as well? Because... A lot of, especially United, we seem gassed when we come back from European football. Do you think Arsenal? And as, and as well, Arsenal seems very young. Like a lot of those players yeah. have not played Champions League football. Lewandowski's licking his lips to play man next season. <laughs> 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 to be honest, like I think um, is they're good problems to have. If anything, the reason why our squad is so thin is because of we've got no Europe. So having a big squad makes no sense. The good mm. thing is that next next year. Like God willing, we're in Champions League. Saliba, Saliba's coming back, so he'll be competing with Ben White and Gabriel for his place. We need some right back depth. We're gonna get a centre midfielder. We're gonna get a striker, maybe even two forwards. You never know. Um, we need backup for Saka. So there's so many positions that you know we need players for. And I feel like as long as you get that, the allure of Arsenal will always be there. Like we're a big club, we'll always remain a big club, and. There'll be people that will want to come as long as we get Chelsea. Yeah, I think quickly, quickly, um, and obviously, like, um, that City result is kind of banter now because obviously you lost the game. But I just want to say, I think, was it uh, first half and even a bit of second half as well? In fact, the whole game or most of the game, like, yeah, I would even, I, I was even saying to my boy the other day, Oh yeah, yeah, like that probably I haven't seen a team give Man City that kind of game probably since Liverpool in 2019. So it's been a while since I've seen a team play the way they play the way um you lot did against um C for a long while. Yeah, you can say City, I think they had a game or two um before they, they played you, they were tired or whatever, but in terms of the quality of performance. Yeah, teams have been seen in the past. I think Tottenham being this season, but in terms of like gameplay, how they played, that's that was essentially. If you didn't know those two teams, that was like you would think that that was like, that was like a maybe like a, um, a a big game to win a title or something. Do you know what I mean? Like there was proper quality, but and obviously the game's banned now. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we we did so well then. I'm excited for us to see, to be honest. So, uh, moving on from Arsenal, um, I thought this would be a good topic. So, obviously, as you know, Squeeze is Ghanaian, if he, has, if he hasn't told you already. And then we've got Kevin and Denzel, who are Nigerian. Sadly, I'm kind of left out of this because Congo are just doing dead at football right now. I don't know what it is with Dustman. But, um, so, I thought what would be a good idea is that we do uh, Nigeria versus Ghana XL and basically XI, not XL. Um, and basically how it would work is that um, both um, starting 11s would have players for Nigeria that are legends, players for Ghana that are legends, and also players that could have played 
for those countries. So say someone like a Memphis Depay who played for Holland but could have played for Ghana or as Kevin allegedly says, Mbappe could have played for Nigeria, which is nonsense. But he has at least one Nigerian uncle somewhere. He doesn't. Let's, let's just have some shame for a little bit. It counts. <laughs> so yeah, I think we'll start with you guys first. We'll do you do your goalkeeper, then squeeze us his goalkeeper, and then we'll kind of move on basically. So I'll kind of direct that. So Kevin and Denzel, who would be your goalkeeper for Nigeria? Mm. It's definitely not a Koya. So he's pushed yeah. to the side. Yeah, I mean, our, our greatest goalkeeper was your um, and Yama, and Yama, and yeah. Yama, innit? Yeah, he's our Victor. best. He's our best goalkeeper that we've had. So. Yeah, Victor yeah. and Yama for us. Okay, so squeeze. Who would be your goalkeeper for Ghana? So anyone past, present, or could have played for Ghana? Um, I'm probably going to go with the goalkeeper that we had in the World Cup 2010. Where we went to the cause and lost to Uruguay. Uh, I think his name was Richard Kinston. Yeah. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, but yeah, I think I'll go for him purely because I, I do remember him pulling off a few saves against Germany and even against uh, Uruguay as well. So I think I'll go for the keeper that got us to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Okay, that's good. Um, let's go to right back. So Kevin and Denzel again. Who would be your right back for Nigeria? Wait, you know what? It's gonna be like a like a um to see what what country has a better player in each position, basically. No, nah, who'd win? Like who would win as a team? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm taking we know we know it's Nigeria team, anyway, though. That's, yeah. that's 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 cap. That's cap. It's Nigeria. It's, it's not a cap, bro. That's cap. It's really not, bro. Gone as well. What's gone, gone? It's definitely Nigeria. Like, right, right back, right back. Right back, what is it? Right back. We either have to go West or Tomori. Because I don't know Tomori can play right back to where. Bro, Lamptey washes both of them. Lamptey. Lamptey. The Chelsea rejects. The Chelsea rejects. washes both of them. Lamptey. He even done up United like two days ago. Lamptey. Yeah, but you have to play United Tax. You have to play United Tax. Lamptey is the whole season, though. Come on, Lamptey is Aaron Lennon in fullback position. Pace, that's it. Hey, that's a shame. He's got technical ability, bro. Lamptey technical or nothing. He's just got pace, bro. Lamptey washes Tomori and the other guy, especially going forwards. Especially, maybe defensively, you can maybe have a few questions. Bro, we've got a couple going forwards. Couple options at right back. Could be Tariba West, Tariba West, um, Fakal Tamori. Could be Ola Aina. Ola Aina is a Ola great Aina. player. Or Lampty washes him. He's really not. Lampty don't wash both of them. This is recently uh, biased. Lampty therefore doesn't. Tariba West played for AC Milan during their. Lampty's a good player. Don't are we wrong, old enough to watch Tariba West though? It doesn't matter for old enough or not. It doesn't uh. matter. <laughs> Were you, you old enough? Were you old enough? Right to now, Lamptey washes them. He's probably, I'm not probably top. We're not talking I about right know, now, bro. Five. I'm talking about prime. He's, right, he's 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 top in the right backs in the in the Premier League. You got Trent, uh, Reese, Cancelo. Who else? Who else? Uh, Maybe see my um um Livermento from yeah, Southampton. Yeah, yeah. My boy. Maybe you can put in uh what's his name? Is Dine left or right back? Tom Yassi. Tom Yassi yeah. or even Kyle Walker. But, got, but Lamp's up there. No, Lamp's definitely there, up so. there. Don't get me wrong. I was upset when we sold him. I'm not gonna lie, because but I understood. Oh yeah, that. Chelsea had him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But James academy. is better, isn't it? Yeah, James is better. Yeah. All right, cool. Um obviously this is gonna be a four three three, so we're gonna have to centre back. Still. Win, I want, right back still. I I want Kevin and Denzel to give Two centre backs and then after Squeeze will give us two centre backs. This will be a four three three. Um, two centre backs. I'm going Trust Okong and Tomori. Who? Trust Okong and Tomori. Okay, Trust Okong. Who's your right back again then? I know. Um, Tariba West. Tariba West. Oh, West. Okay. So I'm not going to lie to you. I may have to go with Denzel for the centre back position still. I know okay, Yobo. Yobo was a savage as well, though. Don't forget that. That's <laughs> <laughs> in Yobo. Yobo was a savage. Don't, let's not forget that. Okay. Um, Squeeze, who are your centre-backs then? Your centre-back pairings? Salisu, Southampton. Oh, he's he's called. He's yeah. called. 
and I'll probably go for Amai from Leicester. Not Boateng, John Boateng. John Boateng. He could have played for Ghana. Remember, gee, not, gee, gee. remember when you pick these players, just think of them in their prime minute. Don't worry about how they are now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go for Salisi and Joe Bolton. So, um, let's not forget Messi dropped him. Fair enough. Messi, well, Messi, everybody. Everybody. Right, no, Messi tax, everyone. bro. <laughs> Messi tax, bro. Yeah, if, if I go drop like that in front of my wife, I have to swing for Messi. Still, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> so what, left back, now, okay. Yeah. Left backs, yeah. So you guys yeah. go left back. Yeah, yeah straight away, David Alaba in it. David Alaba. David Alaba. Alaba. What's Alaba? Alaba. Yeah, he's Yoruba, bro. Brah. Yeah, but he was born in Austria, isn't it? Brah. Aye. There's no comparison. Might as well leave left that position vacant still. No, wait, I want to hear what It's sticky because you're on the spot, isn't it? But yeah. 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 You can Google uh, some as well, bro. Nah, I got some. I got some here. Um, Kodra Asamwa. Do you remember him? Okay, yeah, I remember him for uh, Juventus. Juventus. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, from Udinese. Udinese. Oh, I feel like Juventus as well, though. I don't know if he went there. Yep. I this confused. Says it all, but he, but he's a, but he's a, but he's a centre mid, net, But I'll put him right back. I mean, uh, left back because he can play there as well. Yeah, he could play wing back. Yeah, so I'll take that. Okay, so now holding midfielders. Holding. So one holding midfielder. Uh, so we we've, we've got Mikel, we've got Wilfred and Didi. Um, it's gonna get sticky now. I'm midfield. Washi. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Does that, <laughs> what you think? Do you know what, for holding for a holding midfielder? I'll pick Mikel. I'm not gonna lie. Mikel <laughs> over Didi. <laughs> no, 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 no. When it comes when it comes to controlling the tempo and doing a job, no one did that better than Mikel. No, he's very underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People need to respect his name. I can't lie. So would you would you say like an Nigerian Michael Carrick? Nah, <laughs> Mikel is who Jorginho for stands think he is. I love Jorginho in it, but Mikel walked so Jorginho could run. I'm not gonna. Jorginho probably Jorginho was watching Jorginho was watching Mikel's tapes in his bedroom in Italy, bro. Jorginho you were running Jorginho Ballon d'Or Cup as well. Don't think we forgot. I'm just saying, bro. But yeah, it's, it's between Mikel and Ndidi, in it? So you can put both of them in that position. My right. spirit can't accept Mikel over Ndidi, I'm not going to lie to you. But you know what? It's because, you know, as a modern game team, you know what? Let's, let's put Ndidi there. Let's put Ndidi there. Let me say CDM Nigerians. I'm not going to lie to you. Let's put Ndidi there. Immediate doesn't okay. push Nigerian CDMs. Squeeze will give his DM. So let's go. Uh, I've got a name, but let me just check if I'm missing anyone quickly. Um. Oh, yeah. Alright, cool. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with Party. I'm going with Party there because I think Party can he 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 can play six now for Arsenal. He's gonna so play six for us, yeah. Yeah, so I'll put him at six for Ghana. I had a few options, but they're my eights, so I'm gonna leave Party at six. That's good. That's good. Okay. I I I would like the listeners to remember that Ghana only had one point in Afcon. <laughs> <laughs> and lost 3 0 to Comoros. Yes. This Afcon don't count. This Afcon don't count. Who will have shame It don't count. It don't count. But yeah, so I, I'm going to party at, at my CDM. Okay. Okay, so Kevin and Denzel, if you give your two number eights, if you've got two of uh, them, then... I've got a good, good idea for number eight still. Um, two number eights, I would go with... Do you know what? This might sound mad, yeah. I'd actually put Olise from Crystal Palace at number eight. Olise is... Oh! That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, he's a baller cool. still. Yeah. Olise at number eight. Palace. Olise at number eight, and I'd also put... I think maybe Kalechi. What? Uh, yeah, natural. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Uh, number okay? eight. Are you okay? I know he doesn't yeah, play there. But... Man, though. Are you playing? Yeah. No, 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 no. I can see why you want to put him there, though. I can see why you want to put him there. But then those are the better. Don't, but don't you have like better? Um, okay, eights? so Elise and um, yeah. who else? Who am I not thinking of? Because our eights are disgusting. 
Yeah. Let me think. I beg you. I beg you. Let us have a staggered midfield in it. So. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your culture, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least say you're not <laughs> Alise and Okocha, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, I was panicking. Yeah. I was like, what about um, what about um, Musiala? Will he, will he be in your team somewhere? He be on the, mm. he be like a sub. Yeah, but yeah. sure. Yeah, Jamal Musiala is a baller though. He's killing. Okocha taught Ronaldinho his skills. How shame, man. He did. He did. I'm, I'm not even capping. Go to YouTube. <laughs> Type in JJ Okocha Ronaldinho. He'll tell you. But yeah, I'd say Olise and Okocha. That would be sick. Yeah. All right. Um, Squeeze, what's yours then? My eights, I'm going to go with Michael Essien. Oh, come on. And Suleiman Tari. Ooh, that's strong. Do you know what? Muntari at AC Man, he was called. I can't remember that. Mm. Like, oh, so party, party, Mac Essien. That's, that's, that's solid. That's but solid. Yeah. It, takes so, heart. it takes heart to do it at Bolton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and Allardyce, you know, they look like together. Uh, nah, I can't, I can't yeah, that's that's solid still. That's solid. Oh, folding party, though. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so well, what's next? Yeah, true, true. What left, we'll left wings? Mm. Uh, so left wing striker and right wing. So left wing first. Um, um, you man can go first if you need to have to search, and I don't mind. I can give you awesome idea. Awesome has got to be there somehow. Awesome man, yeah. your great have a striker. No, left wing, left wing, or oh, left winger. Mm. Awesome plays yeah. as a striker or a winger, isn't it? I can't lie, you've got a if it was me as a Nigerian, I'd put Musiala there personally. No, he's definitely going to be there. I'd say Awesome yeah. Musiala, and um. I think Musa. I think Musa has to be somewhere though. Musa's done a lot for the country. Which Musa? Ahmed Musa. Ahmed Musa. Ahmed Musa's done a lot for the country. We're not gonna. No, I can't even laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done his thing, but um. Obafemi Martins as well. I would go with. I think there's a lot of recency in this. No, that's true. I was even going to take the piss and say Prime Victor Moses, but. What? Right, so we've got Musiala, even Emenike got... or Yakubu. You know, I'd, I'll, if it was me, we've got, Musiala, we've got Musiala, Osimen, and you could either put. Um... Oh shit, Ka- um, Kanu. You know, Adibayo was of Nigerian descent. I don't think you might know that. No, nah, we don't want him to. Play. He's Cameroonian. He was good. He hates he hates Nigerians. He hates Nigeria. Like oh, I does think he? he's I think he's actually slandered us publicly. We don't want him. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't want him. Okay. You know I mean? But you're, don't yeah, be very but honest, yeah. You can actually have JJ twice. You gotta put the, you got you gotta put Arsenal legend Wang Kwakwanu in there, bro. <laughs> you gotta put him in. All right, so what, what positions do we have then before we go to Swede? So is it left wing and striker so far? I think I think we gave it the front three. Yeah, so Musiala, Osimen, and Kanu. Mm. Okay, calm. So we'll discuss. Squeeze. What's your front three that you'd use for Ghana? Uh, so I'm sorry, my nine. My nine was tough. I w- it was between Jan, Asamo Jan, and a Benny Pele. Um, oh, a Benny Pele. So I'm gonna go with a Benny Pele. Yeah. I'm gonna leave out Jan completely. Um. And the wings, yeah, the wings are tough as well because we ain't really had, to my memory, like proper right wingers. explosive wingers. The are you bubbles? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So I went um black wolf again. I went for um on left wing, I went for Sulemania, just for the fact that I rate him highly. He's a top prospect. And then for left wing. I went for who was it? Yeah, for left wing, I actually did go for um. I went for Andre Ayew. Mm. Yeah, but that front three. That front three is not chatting to our front three. Yeah, it's it's weak. So I thought that it's weak. But I know that the hobby ballers that I don't even remember. But yeah, it's it's, it's kind of weak still. It's kind of weak. But our midfield and 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 defense washes you. That I game is that game is ending 4-2 to Nigeria, my bro. I'm gonna give you 
Nigeria loses the midfield battle. The, um, your keeper, I think it was okay. But all I'm saying is that if it goes to penalties, Ghana's finished. Yeah, because therefore. I can't like Ghana and the penalties, they'll go hand in hand still. <laughs> therefore, but. but. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. I'm going to well, give you man, I a few names like we'll you might forgot, by the way. Game, um, there's a few names that you might guys might have forgotten. So for, for Nigeria, there's no Saka. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I forgot. How did we leave him out? I don't know. Oh, yeah. God, Hasna right, Doi. So, you know, and then oh, Ghana. Yeah, you got Hasna Doi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Hasna Doi. Like, come on. <laughs> Hasna Doi. No, do you know what? Abraham. Tell me Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ooh, just go on. Abraham. Okay, revise the front three. Revise the front three. The front three. <laughs> okay, I'll revise it again. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, say the whole list again. Wait, say the whole list that we missed out. I'll, no, I'll go. Okay. So, for Nigeria, they haven't added Saka. Um, who else have they missed out? I'm trying to think of Tammy Abraham, Saka, Tammy Abraham, um, Bruno Whitewash. Bruno Whitewash. Yeah, I can't lie. <laughs> what, what that day? What a... anymore? That's a deadly day. I can't forget anything else. Revi- revise be... our front three, revise our front three. Yeah. Wait, wait, it's gonna be Saka, Abraham, Ghana? and Osimen. Oh, so wait, let me give Ghana as well. Yeah, For Ghana, who they missed out, Master the Saiz of Ghanaian descent as well. He has to go in defense Swear. ahead of, yeah. Raw. So Marcel Desailly, World Cup winner, he has to go in there ahead of Salisu, in my opinion. Damn. Um, who else have they missed out? Gone. Marcel Desailly and Boateng. Yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah, def- that's, that's a that defense. That defense is solid, solid like 10k, yeah. bro. That's a defense. Yeah. Proper defense. And then that also for Ghana, this is Squeeze's favorite player before he left. Why now? Them's also got some Ghanaian roots. Same mums. Yeah, he has Ghanaian parents. Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you still. So do you want to update mad. your 11s? Yeah. I'm a change I'm a change uh Anjayi for Fazan the Day. That's it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So what's your front three then? Mine. Yeah, yeah. So it's Adoy. Who's your striker and who's your right winger? Um, Hasan Adoy, Abedi Pele, and Sulmania. Okay, that's good. So then, Kevin, Kevin and Denton, and I, I've given you the names that you might have missed out. <coughs> what is your front three or midfield or defence looking like, basically? So, Osman, front three. Abraham and um, Saka. Yeah. Okay. So, what, say that again. Saka, Osman. Abraham, Osimen. Yeah. Okay. That got no balance. <laughs> Tammy Abraham <laughs> on the wing. No, he's a, he's a, uh, no, he'd be a striker. He'd be the striker, bro. What yeah, about um um the Napa striker? Osimhen left. Yeah, left wing. What can he can he play there? Yeah. Does he actually? Yeah, was a nine. Yeah, same for Napoli. I see him as a number nine. So I don't know if he's played wing for That's Nigeria. Napoli. This is this is Niger. There's hella red chemistry lines everywhere, bro. Like, man, I'm just playing anyway. <laughs> okay, um, so what I want to do with these to tell anyone that's listening right now, I'm going to put them on the BTP um podcast account, which is at the BTP pod, and I want to put two pictures of both. Um, starting 11s and the people can vote who's got the better one and who's going to win. Should we do My a bench as well? Opinion, pardon? Should we do a bench as well? Um, or should we leave it? Nah, there's no need. We'll just do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. So, we left some legends out, you know, like Emenike. We've left some legends out. Ooh. And even Victor Moses. Yeah, Victor Moses. Yeah. I can't lie. He done a job when we won the, the league with Conte, bro. Yeah, put Victor Moses right back still. Who we put and right back? And um, um, Yakubu as well. Yeah, Yakubu. Yeah. You missed against um Korea. No, 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 no. I don't. Want yeah, put, <laughs> um, Karis, put Victor Moses at right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, come. Let's put Victor Moses then. Um. Ooh. So yeah, as long as you guys and are happy with this. Well. My bad. Sorry, who? And, and Ketchi as well. Have some shame, man. Wait, he's not gone in. He is, but he's gone he's in, dead. Yeah, but are you sure he's dead? No, 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 no. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying to no. I'm not saying to put him in. I just um um thing, didn't it? That he's gone oh, it came in. to your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> no, because that brother has that, a phone call celebration and does nothing. Terrible. Even, even Balugun, Balugun, who plays for uh, Nottingham Forest. <laughs> or Balogun, and yeah, even Balogun. the one that plays Balogun. for... <laughs> Balugun. <His name> is Balugun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the start 11 so, um, sorted. If I look at it personally, um, Squeeze has got the more balanced one, but you managed to try to fit in the stars all over the place. So let's see what yeah. the people... Balance always wins. Yeah, balance don't balance always, always wins, man. It don't always Cause, win, bro. Cause, how, cause I don't know who Tamira is gonna be taking on on the wing. He's, he's not, not gonna be playing wing, bro. He's not playing wing. He's not playing wing. Wing Saka and Osimen. Saka who? Saka can do a job, but not sing. Saka he, is he's not getting past. If if balance won, yeah, Burnley would be the best team in the world. Four four two, white British. <laughs> <laughs> if Ballas won games, Burnley would be the best team in the world. Wait, 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 do you know who I just clocked here? Um, Squeeze, you didn't even put Kevin Prince Boateng, bro. Oh, yeah. Gee, but where, but where am I going to put him, though? Because he's not going ahead of um, Makaeshian. He was me, cold in his prime, I can't lie. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was. I'll put him in a bench in it, but I, I don't think that, that, that he gets in still. Yeah. If he plays 2-3-1, then maybe. Okay, um, so I think this would be a good point to end the podcast. It's been a very good episode, lots of banter, lots of stuff going on. And I guess we'll see in March time when Nigeria and Ghana actually play to see who progresses through to the World Cup. The Jollof Rice Derby. <laughs> yeah, the Jollof Rice Derby. So we'll see how that goes. And again, thank you everyone for listening. And, you know, follow us at the B2B pod. You know, rate the podcast on Spotify. It's also on Apple now as well. So we're trying to diversify and go onto new platforms. And Squeeze, if you want to shout out your socials or your podcast as well, then that'd be good. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, I've got a podcast as well. It's kind of on pause because of uni. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow it, it's um, on YouTube, hashtag The Pep Talk. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at The Pep Talk with two underscores. Um, yeah, follow it. Um, there's a bit of football content <clears throat> on there. Um, also. I, I do f- um, video a few TikToks, so if you want to go on TikTok and follow me there as well, at 9squeeze. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it, to be fair. Yeah, I think that's good. So goodbye from all of us. And yeah, God bless you all. Thank you.